Welcome to Making the Most of Time with me, Elliot Apple. I'm a financial planner and caregiver. To give you a little background, my dad was diagnosed with stage four lung cancer when I was 25. Our world was changed instantly, and it's been a constant state of change ever since. Since then, I've been learning about the intersection of money, health, and loss, personally and professionally. This is a place to explore money, loss, and grief. It's about making the most of time, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, physically, and financially. There are no taboo topics, no question is off limits. These conversations are for people like you, people who are about to lose a significant other, widows, caregivers, and anybody affected by a major health event. I'm glad you're here. So with that, let's start making the most of time. Charitable giving statistics. One of the most common questions I receive is, how much should I be giving? As with most questions, the answer is, it depends. But something I found helpful over the years is to be able to point to charitable giving statistics to help with the decision. People like points of comparison. Let's dive into different charitable giving statistics, charitable giving by countries, age, religion, and other demographics. Here are a few statistics that stood out to me in my research. There was a 9% increase in overall giving in 2021. This is surprising given that overall giving tends to fall back to normal levels after a major event, such as the COVID pandemic in 2020. The average donor age in the US is age 65. This has increased since 2016 when it was age 62. The average donation amount was $813. The median donation amount for gifts below $1,000 was $20. The median donation amount for gifts above $1,000 was $2,500. People gave the most to charity in December. It's over double any other month. In 2021, it was around one-fifth of all giving. In 2020, about $471 billion was given to charity. Individuals accounted for about 69% or $324 billion in charitable contributions in 2020. Corporations accounted for about 4%. The assets and donor advised funds grew from $31.3 billion in 2006 to $141.95 billion in 2019. It's estimated that 25% of all adults volunteer. The average time given is 139 hours per year. About one-third of U.S. households don't give. Of the two-thirds that do give, they donated an average of 4% of their income. Only about 1 in 10 people making above $125,000 do not give. Only about 37% of people who make under $25,000 give to charity, but those that do give about 12% of their income. The top five states where people reside who give the most as a percentage of adjusted gross income are Utah, Mississippi, Alabama, Tennessee, and Georgia, and this was as of 2012. The top five cities where people reside who give the most, again as a percentage of adjusted gross income, are Salt Lake City, Memphis, Birmingham, Alabama, Atlanta, and Nashville, and this was as of 2012 too. Which countries give the most to charity? The U.S. gives more than any other country. It's estimated that the annual private philanthropy as a percentage of GDP is about 1.44%. It's nearly double what Canada gives at 0.77% and about triple what the U.K. gives at 0.54%. Other developed countries lag even further. Here are a few countries with their annual private philanthropy as a percentage of GDP. China, 0.03%. France, 0.11%. Japan, 0.12%, Sweden, 0.16%, and Germany, 0.17%.
Who is the typical donor in the United States? Let's look at some of the charitable giving demographics. The average donor age in the US is age 65, making the average donor a baby boomer. How much do people give on average? It's difficult to find exactly how much people give to charity on average, but there are a few different statistics. The average amount donated to charity is about 2-5% to of income. The average charitable deduction for those claiming a deduction was $16,197 for tax year 2020. It's important to note that this doesn't include people who don't itemize deductions. And then I have a chart on the website if you want to check it out, but it describes the average charitable donation for itemized deductions by adjusted gross income in 2020. So for people with an adjusted gross income or AGI of under 15,000, they had an average charitable donation of $2,029.41. And it goes all the way up to $250,000 or more, which had $48,707.97. And in between, it's a few thousand dollars for the different levels of AGI. Where do people live who give the most to charity? According to WaltHub, the top five most charitable states are one, Utah, two, Maryland, three, Minnesota, four, Oregon, five, North Dakota. Their study looked at charitable giving and volunteering to give states a combined score. If you look solely at charitable giving and not volunteering, the top five states are New York, Georgia, Virginia, Colorado, and Utah. If you look solely at volunteering and not charitable giving, the top five states are Oregon, Utah, Minnesota, North Dakota, and Maryland. Looking at giving as a percentage of adjusted gross income from 2012, the top five states that give the most to charity are 1, Utah at 6.6%, Mississippi 5%, Alabama 4.9%, Tennessee 4.5%, and Georgia at 4.2%. As you can see, it's tough to say which states are the most generous in giving their money and time. It largely depends on, on how you measure giving, whether that's total dollars given or giving as a percentage of income. It is clear, however, that Utah is a very charitable state. Most experts agree it has to do with the large population of Mormons and how much they give to charity. Looking at giving as a percentage of adjusted gross income in 2012, the bottom five states that gave the least to charity are New Hampshire, 1.7%, Maine, 2%, Vermont, 2%, New Jersey, 2%, and Rhode Island, 2.1%. And what do people give besides cash? Besides cash, people can give real estate, stock, art, and collectibles, clothing, cars, planes, airline tickets, and easements. I have a chart on the website if you want to check it out, but it shows non-cash charitable contributions in 2018, and they have everything from corporate stock to mutual funds to real estate, land, easements, food, clothing, electronics, services, even airline tickets, and miles. It's just interesting to see all the things that are given in the highest category here or easements, which is interesting, but probably not too surprising considering that they have a high potential for abuse and the IRS does regularly scrutinize these deductions. Let's look at charitable giving by age and a few different generations. Millennials. About 60% of millennials give to charity. Their average annual contribution is $481 across 3.3 charities. It's reported that millennials tend to support the following charities their place of worship, health charities, children's charities, and human rights and international development. Gen X, about 59% of Gen Xers give to charity. The average annual charitable contribution of a Gen Xer is $732 across 3.9 charities. So you're getting a slightly higher donation amount and slightly more charities than millennials. It's reported that Gen Xers tend to support the following charities, their place of worship, animal rescues, children's charities, 
and local social services. Baby boomers. About 72% of baby boomers give to charity. The average annual contribution is $1,212 across 4.5 charities. So again, slightly higher contribution amount and more charities supported. Baby boomers actually account for 43% of all charitable donations. It's reported that baby boomers tend to support the following charities, their place of worship, animal rescues, children's charities, and local social services. And finally, the silent generation, about 88% of the silent generation give to charity. The average annual contribution is $1,367 across 6.2 charities. Again, higher contribution amount, more charities supported. It's reported that the silent generation tend to support the following charities, their place of worship, troops and veterans, emergency relief efforts, and local social services. Religion and charitable giving statistics. A 2013 report estimated that about 73% of American charitable giving goes to religious charities, an estimated 41% goes to congregations directly, and 30% goes to religious charities. That means only about a quarter of all charitable giving goes to groups with no religious tie. Depending on what reports you look at, people with any religious affiliation give more than people with no religious affiliation. Depending on the report, it can be two to three times more. Corporate charitable giving statistics. Although corporate giving might seem like a big portion of the charitable giving pie, it's actually not. Corporate giving totaled about $20.77 billion in 2021, which is about 5% of all giving. Some companies give directly to charity, while others provide generous matches. For example, companies like ExxonMobil, Johnson & Johnson, Microsoft, Google, Apple, and a few others all offer corporate matching programs of $10,000 or more. Other companies build it into their identity. Ben & Jerry's commits 7.5% of the company's annual pre-tax profits to philanthropy. Volunteering as, a charitable, as charitable giving. Volunteering is a form of charitable giving, but it's much harder to capture in reports because volunteering is usually not tax deductible. AmeriCorps estimates that 30% of the United States, or about 77.9 million people, volunteered in 2019. It's estimated that volunteers gave about 5.8 billion hours to charity, which translates to an economic value of $147 billion. Let's talk about Giving Tuesday. Giving Tuesday is a and I'm using air quotes here, global generosity movement unleashing the power of radical generosity. So what is it? Giving Tuesday is one day where hundreds of millions of people come together to give. In the United States, 2.47 billion was raised on Giving Tuesday in 2020. Giving Tuesday was created in 2012, and many prop nonprofits participate in Giving Tuesday by emailing and creating campaigns to encourage giving. Many corporations and nonprofits also offer matching grants on Giving Tuesday, which encourages even more giving on this day. When is Giving Tuesday? Giving Tuesday is on Tuesday, November 29th in 2022. In 2023, Giving Tuesday will be on Tuesday, November 28th. It, it falls on the Tuesday after Thanksgiving in the United States. Why should I give on Giving Tuesday? Giving Tuesday can be a great day to give because nonprofits often secure matching grants. For example, some benefactors may offer a $50,000 matching grant if a local nonprofit can raise $50,000 themselves. Your employer may also offer matching grants up to a certain amount. It's rare for nonprofits to see matching grants that can double the amount given, so it's an effective time to help give to them to help unlock those matching grants. When should you give? Ideally, you should spread your giving over the course of a year. 
Most charitable organizations receive the majority of their donations in December, making it an extremely busy time. I have a chart on the website if you want to check it out, but about 20% of giving occurs in December. And personally, I would guess, but I don't have any facts to back this up, that the majority of that happens in the last two weeks in December. Since charities have payroll programs and other expenses they need to fund, it's better for them if they receive donations at other times of the year to budget. Many nonprofits I've talked with tell me they prefer regular, ongoing donations rather than lump sum donations. You can imagine if you rely on lump sum donations once a year, it's much harder to plan your budget and how much money you have to support your programs. Imagine if your company relied on donations once a year but had to make payroll every month. They would have a very hard time trying to decide how many people to hire and at what salary because they have no idea if they can count on the lump sum donations they received last year. If you feel more comfortable with lump sum donations instead of a reoccurring commitment, consider giving during other times of the year, such as the spring or summer. Not only is this beneficial to the charity, but it's beneficial for you. If you're giving stock, I've seen custodians struggle completing requests before the end of the year. Plus, you get more time to spend with friends and family during the holidays without needing to worry about where you will give. Personally, I see summer as a great time to give, as people often have more time while on vacations to think about their giving. The other added benefit is that if you want to include other family members in your giving, summer vacations often are a perfect time to discuss charitable giving as a family. You may have a long flight or car ride to discuss what sort of organizations you want to support, how much you want to give, and more. Lastly, consider giving unrestricted donations to charity. Many people like to direct their charitable giving to particular programs, but the charity, who is doing the work every day, is going to have a better sense for where their funds need to be directed. Plus, the charity needs donations to support staff, office expenses, and other expenses that actually make the charity run. Without them, programs don't get implemented. How to evaluate a charity. If you're trying to decide where to give, consider researching charities on websites like GiveWell or Charity Navigator. GiveWell has top charities they recommend. They look at how much a good a program can accomplish, such as lives improved, per dollar spent. They rate less charities, but they do more in-depth analysis. Charity Navigator has a star rating system and a score out of 100. They analyze financial performance metrics, transparency metrics, expenses, leadership, connection to community, constituent feedback, and more. I know many donors tend to focus their giving on charities with low administrative costs, and although it's an important data point, it's important to remember that to hire competent, knowledgeable, and experienced people, it costs money. If administrative costs are always kept as low as possible, it may mean they are not paying staff enough, leading to turnover, and less effective implementation of programs. I mention this because many people look at administrative items as a line item of money not going directly to the people the charity serves, but that line item is someone's livelihood, ability to fundraise for the organization, and implement good work in the communities they serve. Final thoughts on my question for you. Despite the last few years of the pandemic and higher inflation, charitable giving remains important to certain parts of the population. While older generations are giving more, younger generations are still giving. While most charitable contributions are given to religious organizations, there are still plenty of charitable organizations that are not affiliated with any religion. As you decide when to give and how to evaluate charities, consider giving outside of December and focusing on more metrics than purely administrative expenses. I'll leave you with one question to act on. When will you make your charitable donations this year? Elliot Apple is an investment advisor representative of Kindness Financial Planning, LLC. However, in hosting this podcast, Elliot is not acting as an investment advisor representative individually or on behalf of Kindness Financial Planning. 
The information and opinions in this podcast are for general, informational, and educational purposes only and should not be considered investment, financial, legal, or tax advice. Opinions expressed are as of the date of publication, and such opinions are subject to change. No representation is made as to the completeness or accuracy of the information presented. Any past performance referenced is historical and no guarantee of future results. All indices referenced are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. All investments involve a certain level of risk. You should carefully consider if an investment is suitable for you before making an investment. Please consult your legal, financial, and other professionals to determine what may be appropriate for you.